What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I, I mean, I've got like a bunch of topics that, you know, I had like lined up for the, the next few shows. And then yesterday, uh, Golden Auctions dropped this ginormous bomb on everybody. And they are telling people that the the Superfractor Mike Trout Auto, for the first Bowman Superfractor Mike Trout Auto, it's a, it's a mouthful, and I wish there was an easier, maybe just the, the one-of-one Bowman Chrome Auto Mike Trout. First Bowman, I don't know. There's so many different, like, distinctions for this card that it's, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. One-of-a-kind Mike Trout Auto rookie is going up in golden auctions, I think in their next round of auctions or however they do it. I think they do it every quarter or something like that. So, I mean, this is probably the biggest news story of the year for sports cards. Like, I would say whenever the whenever we find the Zion and whatever that sells for, that'll probably be as big a story, but obviously this card is going to break records. I mean, we modern day we've seen three records broken this year for modern day sports cards first it was the the one of one jordan mike trout rookie from uh well no jordan lebron rookie from lebron's rookie year the exquisite i think it was or it was upper deck i forget if it was exquisite or not but then we had the red mike trout number to 5 bowman chrome auto that sold couple months ago that sold for $900,000 and then recently we had the we had the LeBron exquisite auto which sold for 1.8 million and you know I I'm not super uh in tune with like autographs and like that type of card but I do feel like this card itself is going to up the brand of exquisite like i already think that that brand like cuz i think steph curry also has i don't know if he has an rpa i think he has an autograph but like i saw some um i saw some jason dominguez rpas i saw a uh i saw i think it was a joe burrow as well but i think the exquisite rpa brand has been you know I don't know what Upper Deck is going to do with this brand because of, I mean, it, it's probably, I mean, it's Exquisite is essentially the national treasures of Upper Deck, if I'm not mistaken, like, at least from everything I'm seeing. Um, and I think actually, yeah, because I was listening to Card Talk, which is Tyler and Lou and Ryan Card Collector 2's podcast, and they were talking about the Exquisite uh, the exquisite LeBron card, and I think that's what they were saying. They were saying that exquisite is essentially national treasures for back in the day. I don't know. I mean, I think I also think that the the card itself, um, since it has like a small picture, I mean, that's huge for like to get un- any type of unlicensed stuff. And there is other topics that I want to talk about with within. Um, there is other stuff that I want to talk about within Upper Deck because Upper Deck just signed 
Upper Deck just signed Jalen Green, which is humongous, and that's going to be that's a whole another podcast that I'm going to be doing in the next few days. But so back to this, I mean this Mike Trout superfractor. So I think everybody at this point knows the story. Vegas Dave, the guy who does sports gambling, um, social media guy, does sells picks stuff like that. Bought the card in 2018, in May of 2018, for $400,000, which, you know, I don't, that, I, even at the time, that didn't seem super crazy for, like, the holy grail of sports cards, considering that a, a Mickey Mantle 1952 PSA 9 sold for one, no, sorry, sold for $2.8 million, and a Honus Wagner sold for, million. I forget when exactly that was, but I know in 2018 is when that, uh, when the Mickey Mantle card sold for. So, I I mean, this is for, and that is in all time. Like, that's not just modern day sports cards. So, we've had three modern day sports cards that have been in the same realm as the top sports card of all time. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few months we do see that we do see one of the PSA 10 Mickey Mantles pop up. I believe there's only three in existence. I think there's six. It's either six or there's nine PSA 9 Mickey Mantles. And I do think that with what's going on in the sports card world right now, I do believe that we could see one of the PSA 10s pop up somewhere at some point. I don't know... You know, that's probably the PSA 10. There's only three of those. So that's for sure, like, the holy grail of sports cards. That's going to be, like, I would say it's those three cards and then the Mike Trout card are probably, those four cards themselves are probably the the cards that you want if you are looking for, like, rare of rare sports cards. Those are the ones that you want to get because, you know, I, I just look at those cards and you say, Mickey, I mean, the Mickey Mantle is famous because not only is the PSA is the PSA 10 and the PSA 9 and the high grades low in population, the actual amount of cards there are in general is low because of, like, so back in the day, like, that was one of the first sets and Tops, like, didn't sell it very well. Like, they didn't sell many. And then what ended up happening with the set was that they threw, like, thousands and like thousands of cases into the Atlantic Ocean so granted I don't know how many you know I I don't know how many cards are in that set or how many Mickey Mantles necessarily would have dropped within a case but you know obviously that's a crazy story for what ends up being the most famous sports card of all time and I think it also with it being one of the most famous sports cards I I would say I would say the reason that it's most that it is super famous is because there were so many that were just gotten rid of. Like there were so many that were just thrown, like basically thrown away. Now, I think for sure this Mike Trout card is probably going to be in the four to five million dollar range. Now, I think it could even be higher. To be completely honest, like I think it could be in the ten million dollar range, but you know, that's, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true, like, I think if you look at, if you look at the fact that a red Mike Trout number to five sold for, 
sold for nine hundred thousand dollars. I don't. I don't think. I think it's probably a little bit. I get. I, you know. I. I think it'll be. I would be interesting to see any recent sales and where the. I guess because I haven't looked into exactly what the. What's the word I'm looking for? The, not translation, but the percentage of the like what percentage difference there is between like all the parallels now with Mike Trout too the crazy thing about his cards is like he doesn't have any base cards he only has the autographs so like if you're looking for like a base first Bowman Mike Trout that's why you can't find it because they don't they're not a thing like they don't they didn't make any um now what I'd say for like I said, it, if it sells for ten million, I wouldn't be surprised. If it sells for four to five, that would make sense to me. But real, I mean, realistically, this is like, I mean, I would be see the th- interesting thing about these types of cards is like how many times do you think this is going to sell? Like how many more times do you think this card will ever sell in the history of the card itself? Because like. If this person's buying it for, like I said, okay, so let's say the person buys for $5 million. You know, this person isn't just then going to sell it for $6 million. Like, this may be a card that, honestly, we never see again. This may be a card that, once it sells, it's never a card that pops up at, op- at, at auction. It's never a card that anybody ever sells again. I mean, granted, if they want to make money on the card like selling it once he gets into the hall of fame once he gets into the hall of fame i don't know is this like a 20 mil like 20 million dollar card like i just look at like high-end art pieces and the crazy prices that some of these high-end art pieces sell for like this mike trout card is a piece of art it's a piece of hist- it's a piece of history it's a piece of art it's a piece of sports i mean it's got all the it's got the combination of like so many different industries that make it it makes it i don't even know how to really put it into words i guess it makes it time not timeless cuz it's like it's almost it's almost it's just it's 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 a card that's going to go down as like probably the most i would be i think it'll probably be the most expensive sports card sold of all time until this card sells again because or until a Mickey Mantle PSA 10 pops up. Those are the only two things that I think will be able to surpass what this price ends up being because it also has a minimum bid of a million which you know, I would imagine the minimum bid of a million is like already like somebody already has a million dollars. Somebody already has I bet you someone is getting prepared. Somebody has 4 or 5 million dollars in a bank account. And they're getting ready to put in their bid for this card. And it's and and like they are getting ready right now to purchase something for five million dollars. Four million dollars. Like because the thing about because it's it's oh also I mean, like I said, sports, history, art, I mean individual player, like fanhood. I think the one thing that maybe it's not necessarily so much confusing to non-sports fans, but it's it's something that is almost impossible to explain to someone who doesn't like sports. Is like being a fan 
Like, it doesn't make sense sometimes. So, like, that's why when you look at, like, sports cards and someone outside of sports cards, if someone... So there's... I think there's levels to it. Like, someone within the sports card realm is going to look at this card and be like, wow, $5 million. That's crazy. Someone who maybe is a sports fan is going to... It's not even going to make sense to them. And then someone who's not even a sports fan is going to look at that. It's going to blow... It's going to blow their mind looking at this card realistically because... They're just not even going to believe that something, like, you like because I think the one thing that people always say, what about, you could buy a house for that much. It's like, yeah, but like, I don't know. Yeah, but a house isn't like you can't root for a house. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. You can't. You, there's no. There's no uh, playoffs. Your your house isn't playing in the playoffs anytime soon. Mike Trout maybe not. Maybe might not be playing in the playoffs anytime soon either. But you know, either way, I just think. If you look at this card, it's going to be the most expensive sports card of all time, and it's going to break. It's it like, like, uh, um, the Today Show posted about the LeBron James card. That's probably the most mainstream, the most mainstream entity there is probably. Now, I don't know what. I, like, I can't think. Like, this is going to be like a. This is going to be like in the tabloid magazines on the front page of newspapers type of news. It's going to be crazy. It's and I keep saying it and I'm just excited for what the card eventually sells for. Um that's all I've got for today's episode. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for going. I think there should be at this point there should be a new YouTube video up. Uh if you want to go check that out, go follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube all the good places. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. What's up, everybody? Before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, Starstock. One of the great things about Starstock is the fees that they have. They only have a 5% commission fee, and they have no fee when withdrawing. This is a big deal when it comes to sports cards and other marketplaces like eBay, where they charge you a fee here and a fee there, and the next thing you know, all your profits are gone. You just send in your cards, and they do all the work, taking the pictures and loading the listings onto their site. They have been adding some huge LeBron and Trout rookie cards recently, and they also just started adding graded cards as well. The thing that I really like about the site also is how easy it is to use. It's easy to use on mobile, and in this day and age, that is a huge plus. Make sure you go follow at Starstock Market on Instagram and Twitter to get their daily updates on cards they're adding. And if you want to get started as a seller, just go to Starstock.com and register yourself for an account.